let's talk about getting in the mood. That's right, the mood. You know, when you want to get intimate or perhaps after you've already gotten intimate, be it by yourself or with a partner, there is something you need to have on your nightstand and that's MOD. MOD is redefining what sexual wellness and modern intimacy looks like. They are creating this whole new chapter in the outdated sexual wellness industry. MOD makes modern body safe and high quality essentials for before, during, and after sex. They have a whole variety of products like vibrators, lubricants, and condoms. Their products are absolutely beautiful with a lot of attention paid to design, sustainability, and simplicity. Basically, if sexual wellness had a name, it would be MOD. Honestly, these are products you want to be seen in your bedroom instead of hiding them. They will take you places you have never been before. And guess what? You are all getting a treat from MOD. As a partner, MOD is giving $5 off your first order on all products with the code RENEGADE. Head over to getmod.com, use RENEGADE as your promo code. That's getmod.com and use RENEGADE to get $5 off your first order. Enjoy the mood setting. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today. We won that election. Al Gore won the election. Al Gore was elected president of the United States. Right. This wasn't counted. You know it. I know it. They know it. We won that election. There is overwhelming evidence that George W. Bush did not win this election. Do you think Republicans stole that election? In 2000, uh-huh. I wish the United States Supreme Court had let them finish counting the votes. The Supreme Court denied the actual and accurate counting of the votes of Florida. If Catherine Harris, Jeb Bush... Jim Baker and the Supreme Court hadn't tampered with the results, Al Gore would be president. An election has been stolen, robbed. It wasn't a fair process. It wasn't a neutral process. It was a process that was rigged against us. We actually won the last presidential election, folks. They stole the last presidential election. As we look at our election system, I think it's fair to say that there are many legitimate questions about its accuracy, about its integrity. How are you going to keep it from us being able to be in a position where you can manipulate the machines, manipulate the records? In Virginia, when I was governor, I had to replace all the machines. Too many voters have cast votes on machines that jam or malfunction or suck the votes without a trace. I kept voting in the Senate race, kept voting for the Democrat. Republican name kept coming up. Three times that happened. How many other votes did the computers get wrong? I brought in some technology experts. They were able to hack into our machines from off-site in about five or six minutes, and yeah. within four minutes, they were able to change a vote. The legitimacy of any president that's elected is going to be impaired unless the American people understand that there has been a full and fair count of all the votes. We will continue to object to the election procedures until they are corrected. The objection is in writing, and I don't care that it is not, it is not signed by a member of the Senate. It is our duty to challenge this vote. It's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have to. I would be standing here saying this no matter what the outcome of the election. 
I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick. How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? The biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. Yeah, you would have well, been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take you behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. And that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. Live from the UN stronghold, Austin, Texas. You're listening to the Alex Jones Show, and now your host, Owen Troyer. Well, ladies and gentlemen, did you like that? Did you like that little intro? Some may have missed. They're picking up some of the radio syndicates today in the first five minutes. We played a compilation of Democrats denying election results, pushing back against election results, followed by another compilation of Democrats calling for violence, direct violence, even killing the president. It's amazing, isn't it? They're allowed to do that, but you're not. They're allowed to burn entire cities to the ground, but you're not even allowed to stand in Washington, D.C. if you're a Trump voter. They're allowed to engage in political assassination attempts and mass murder attempts. But you're not even allowed to question an election. And I believe most people watching that hearing last night, let's say we're, that we're neutral, if there were neutral audience members last night, I'd say most people watched that and saw that, and they didn't think, oh boy, Trump's scary or, oh boy, 
Republicans are scary. No, they sat there and they said, wow, this Democrat party is scary. There has never been a more aggressive, there has never been a more obtuse, there has never been a more unabashed, politically motivated and corrupt hearing or investigation or lie campaign, however you want to describe it, as what we saw last night. And I got to be honest, you know, I'm somebody that is pretty well aware of what's going on here and I'm, I'm involved in it. And even for me watching that last night had uh, tinglys going up my spine, not the good kind, not the good kind when you know you're making a lifelong memory, not, not the good kind when you're having a smashing success or you're, you're hearing a, a perfect sound or, or, or you're having a perfect moment. No, 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 not, not the good kind, the bad kind, the bad kind that a bad guy's about to come up from behind you and stab you. The bad kind that you're, you're free-falling and you don't know when you're going to land or if you're going to make it. No, I had tinglys up my spine like, wow, a reminder just how corrupt our country is and just how corrupt this Democrat party is. And it just makes you wonder, doesn't it? You just can't help but ask the obvious questions. Which might be, the answers to might be meaningless because the result is the same. But I mean, everybody on that panel knows they're lying. So why? What is, what is the motivating factor? Are they really just doing it for politics? Are they, are they taking money from some sort of anti-American force that they're, they're just openly working for another team behind the scenes? Are they just literally paid actors? Just the Democrats just pay actors to pretend like they're representatives like AOC. I don't I think that's been more clear than ever that AOC is nothing more than an actress. She keeps lying about her experience on January 6th, faking tears. I mean, that's an actress folks. That is an actress. So even I, somebody that that is dealing with this, follows it every day, very much informed and aware of what's going on, even I watch something like that and say, wow, I'm not even sure I can fully comprehend what I just watched. How do you properly respond to an entire panel of liars that know they're lying and know what they're doing is a sham and a fraud, and know they're total hypocrites. How do, you, how do you deal with that? How do you respond to that? I mean, it'd be one thing, hey, we could all just ignore it, but it wouldn't go away. The consequences of it would not go away. But seriously, what motivates these people to go up there and lie? And then all the lies that get told by the media... So, again, you know, part of me wants to open up the phone lines and and ask how you felt watching that. We've got a lot of great guests today, and maybe we'll try to squeeze in some phone calls. But I got Pete Santilli coming up at 1130. I got Roger Stone and Darren Beatty coming up at 1230 with breaking news as well. I'm expecting to hear from Alex before the end of today's transmission, too. 
But I'll tell you how I felt. I felt like I've lost my country. And it was it was a feeling that honestly I've 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 only had a few other times and that's literally when I was being arrested and thrown into jail for my free speech and for my politics. Uh, when I spent nights in jail as a political prisoner, feeling like I've lost my country. This is not my country anymore. This is something else. This country hates me. This country wants me dead. This country wants me enslaved. And I'm sitting there watching it last night, feeling that exact same sinking feeling and just wondering, what, what, is, the, what is the right thing to do here how much longer do you really put up with this before you just say it's over? America's, America's gone. We've lost. Now, I don't want to pontificate too much more on that because that's not the news. That's more of the psychological impact these liars and crooks running our country have on us and their sham hearing has on us from last night. That, that's more of a caller-based topic show and maybe I'll do that Sunday because I got the big guests coming up today and Christy Lee is going to be hosting the war room she might want to take your calls but I got to tell you watching that was like being kicked in the balls over and over again because it sucks have to sit there and and think about wow everything i'm fighting for everything i'm i'm putting my livelihood on the line for which is just wanting this country to exist wanting freedom to persist wanting to live in the land of the free and the home of the brave wanting to live with the bill of rights and the constitution as our founding principles and documents but is it gone is it gone is it just totally gone can it be restored? Is America lost? Can we ever recover from corruption like this without the worst happening? I don't know. And I don't want to be a part of the worst happening. Now, if there's any hope. Most people don't buy the lies of the Democrats. I, I think last night's hearing is going to backfire. But will it actually have real consequences? Will we actually have real elections? Will Republicans actually follow through on their pledge to investigate the investigators? I don't know. Only time will tell. And I think we'll have a pretty good idea coming up in 151 days in the midterms. But man, oh man, if we can't if we if republicans don't have victories in the midterms i just i don't know how much longer this country can take it folks and i'll tell you this if republicans don't have victories in the midterms if you think the democrats are bad now oh my it will be 10 times worse if republicans don't have major victories in the midterms it will be 10 times worse i mean they're just going out and arresting their political opposition at will now. You know, I got people calling me about last night, asking me about it, and I'm saying, I think it's pretty clear at this point that January 6th for the Democrats is never going to go away, and they're going to arrest their political opposition at any given moment with the, 
with the excuse of January 6th. I mean, it could be 20 years down the road and you'll be sitting in your house reading about Donald Trump winning the 2020 election and some FBI Democrat will come kick in your door, point a gun at your face and and take you to prison and disappear you forever. That's where this Democrat Party is going, like the most corrupt authoritarian regimes in the history of this planet. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. Growing up as a child out here, my grandparents on both sides of my family, talk about the interesting lives that my ancestors had led and how they were people that stood up for freedom and were known throughout history for their complete and absolute dedication to freedom, whether it was back in England or whether it was back in France or Germany or here in the United States with the Mayflower in 1776 and the rest of it. Then, of course, the Texas Revolution. And I almost thought back when I was younger that my family was bragging. It was almost kind of shameful. I had this sense inside myself that I had to achieve things myself, and it was just kind of ridiculous that they were so proud of their ancestors, but they they were actually proud of who they were and who I was, and they wanted me to know what I came from and what I was made of. And I bet if you check your past and your history, you got some incredible people back there as well. So let's remember our ancestors, and let's realize they gave us a lot of strength, and let's defeat evil together. 
Thank you, Alex Jones. And we're back here live on the Alex Jones Show. Owen Schroyer filling in for Alex again today. An honor, a pleasure to be with you as we're witnessing this human history. You know, this is a true test for America, folks. It's a true test for her people as well. That's us. Nations fall and rise on God's great planet and great consciousness, good and evil, competes, wins, loses, and we're just in the throes of one of the most epic battles of good and evil in human history and in this country's history. Not that the current, not that the current cycle that we're in is the worst it's ever been, but the potential impact or what follows it could be the worst it's ever been. And that's the implications if they're able to conquer this country. That's the implications if they're able to remove the Bill of Rights in the First Amendment, in the Second Amendment, in free and fair elections. And that is, they might still let us have the ceremony of the United States of America. They might even let us have a border on a map still. But for all intents and purposes, there will be no more freedoms. There'll be no more God-given rights. There'll be no more borders. You'll be in the corporate world government under the World Health Organization, run by Bill Gates, run by Klaus Schwab, run by the World Economic Forum. You'll own nothing. You'll have no rights. You'll eat the bugs. And it'll just be global slavery, global government. And then the challenge to get out of that, now that might be the most difficult endeavor that mankind would ever have to undertake. But see, we don't want to get there. That's the point. And so that's why we're here now trying to stop that from happening. Uh, let, let me do this. Man, oh man, I, I've got so much content today and, and I just... <laughs> it's just uh, it's just frustrating, folks. So um, let me let me just do this real quick. Before we get our first guest on, Pete Santilli. I don't want the nation to collapse. I've got a whole stack of news here. I mean, here's the headlines. Uh, Food prices hitting record high. Avocado prices hitting record high. uh, Supply chain shortages. Uh, Now there's a shortage of tampons. I guess that's because they're putting them in boys' bathrooms now. So, you know, that's a problem. U.S. inflation, 8.6 in May. It's like 10% every month now. Uh, Britain's food supply at risk. Uh, Michigan police won't respond to 9-11 calls because they can't afford gas. So this is exactly what the Biden administration promised they would do. Collapse the economy, end the energy sector, put you into domestic servitude of the Great Reset. To stop man-made climate change. Yeah, right. To stop man. Everything after that's made up. To stop man. So... If you aren't prepared for a collapse, folks, you're just nuts. And look, I understand it's not really something you want to do. It's not really something you want to talk about. And it's like, you know, insurance. You don't like paying the forced car insurance or the house insurance or all this stuff. But, I mean, do you have do you have insurance for a collapse? Do you have insurance for the Biden administration and the Democrats and the globalists and the World Economic Forum collapsing this country? Do you have insurance for that? Do you have storable foods? Do you have emergency food supplies? Do you have water filtration? We've got 
all of that available for you at preparetoday.com. Preparetoday.com. So, I mean, you're looking all around you, folks. You're seeing the signs of civilizational collapse. You know what the agenda is from the Democrats, the World Economic Forum, and Build Back Better. So you know that's going on. Why wouldn't you hedge against that to make sure that if society collapses, civilization collapses as they plan to, you're not insured so that you're not in a desperate situation. You've got emergency food supplies and other emergency supplies from preparetoday.com. So cannot recommend that enough. And by the way, it's the highest quality storable foods. You can go and try to search the Internet for higher quality storable food at a better price. Don't waste your time. We've already done it. That's why preparetoday.com exists. And we're already selling out of some of this stuff. So get there quickly. Preparetoday.com. All right. Man, oh, man. Let me revisit something quickly from yesterday. Let me just revisit something quickly that's kind of off topic, but I I, I couldn't help but uh, want to revisit this today. And that's the Joy Behar clip from yesterday because I'm not sure there's been a more unabashed racist moment in the history of live television. At least one that's not, uh, you know, at least one that's not intended comedy or satire or something like that. No, this was Joy Behar openly showing her racism, pointing her finger at a black woman saying, when blacks get guns, we'll, we'll ban them then. And, and it, it's an amazing thing. So here's the clip, and I want to kind of break it down. I got 60 seconds. I'm going to try to do this clip uh, quickly. Here's, here's the clip I'm talking about. 15 owners are former military, okay. 35 plus Let me say married. one more thing. So that's all I'm saying okay. is that they're yeah. not once, these crazy once, people. Okay. Here's the thing. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. <laughs> that's what happened. I, I, I just, I'm amazed. I have never seen a more racist live moment in television in the history of my life. And guys, I want you to try to do something quickly for me here. There's three screen grabs that really show this moment. It's Joy Behar at the, it's, it's basically at, there's two at the 10 second mark of Joy Behar pointing her finger at the black woman. And then the black woman's first response, I, I don't know her name. I should probably know it by now. And then her second response, but you can see in real time, the racism from Joy Bear pointing at a black woman saying, when you get guns, we'll ban them. And then you can, you can see this woman's face. Like she just got hit with raw racism on live TV. And you can see like, at first she's like, She's like shocked, like, oh my gosh, you're saying that. And then, it, and then her second look is this pure devastation, like, oh my God, I, I just got, I just experienced racism on live TV. This is unbelievable. It's liberals. The first 10 amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. 
I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. And with me now is Pete Santilli, the Pete Santilli Show. And we're going to get his breakdown and reaction to the sham hearing, the Hollywood made-for-TV sham hearing that was last night. And, And Pete, let me just start the conversation off by saying this. I don't know if there's ever been a better example put on display with such a mass media push behind it of where the country is currently at. I mean, a banana republic, uh, the Politburo, I mean, the Ministry of Truth. I, I I really don't even know how to properly classify what we witnessed last night other than just total political corruption, total partisanship, uh, a total sham, total fraud, and it's just it's just totally encompassing of everything that an authoritarian, tyrannical regime represents. And it's just it's it's unbelievable to think that this is what we're experiencing now in America, a panel of nine liars that know they're lying, know what they're doing is political hackery. The media goes along with it. I mean, I just it's sad, Pete, that that our great country is at such a low point right now. There's um, there's a, a positive side of it. You know, uh, it, previously we've had this vague and ambiguous stuff that they throw out there. And you can never really hold these people accountable. But here's the, the beautiful side of this thing. For those of you that watched that first hearing, uh, you were probably disgusted, if not nauseated like I was, especially. And we need to talk about this. What they did to Staff Sergeant, uh, decorated Staff Sergeant combat war veteran, um, Joe Biggs was not only a travesty of justice, we should never allow that to have happened to any American, of course, but especially not somebody that's received two Purple Hearts and served his his country honorably. Uh, They want to go after Trump at the expense of Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs. Here's the beautiful side of all of this is as a result of this first hearing, uh, I'm going to call this out right now. Um, There was an attorney um, that gave a presentation framed uh, Alex Jones himself, I've put that information out there. Stuart Rhodes, Alex Jones, he misrepresented what he put out there. He should have a state bar complaint filed against him. We should also have our congressional officials because of what happened last night and the way they laid things out. This was a Soviet-style show trial. This had nothing to do with congressional oversight or investigations. This was mainly to propagandize the public. Uh, these people need to be held to account. And I would say at at minimum, 
The penalty should be that they should stop the proceedings and correct the information that they put out last night because it was a fake, a fraud, a lie. And I'll tell you what, uh, people that are pending trial right now, like Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs and of many, many others, hundreds of others um, have been so not just disparaged, they've been denied their due process rights. Uh, they're prejudicing the jury, uh, tainting the jury with false information. These guys cannot get a fair trial. It doesn't even matter if they request a change of venue. Uh, the damage that was caused, and that's the blessing in disguise, is that these buffoons that go after President Trump at the expense of our Constitution and a lot of great Americans, um, they, they need to be held to account. These proceedings need to stop uh, after this first one. And I can present a legal case, and I'm not even an attorney, but unfortunately, I've got too much legal experience with them. Well, so do you want to lay that case out now? Because, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I see the positives from last night. The positive I take away is that most people know that's a lie. I mean, most people can still identify a liar when they see one. Most people can still identify a sham, a fraud when they see one. So I believe most people that, let's say, that tuned in that were neutral to that, if that audience existed last night, are sitting there saying, that's a liar. This is a fraud. This is a sham. But so what? Like you said, the, the January 6th defendants are now facing what should be mistrials because this is now yeah. tainting juries, tainting judges, tainting the yeah. whole process. So, I mean, if there is a positive, that's the positive I take away from it. But I agree. Yeah. These things should be stopped immediately. I don't expect them yeah. to be. Well, well no, they, they need to be. As a matter of fact, Marcus Childress, I'll call him out. I already have uh, his state bar license numbers right here. Uh, I'm going to uh, pursue that. He's an attorney. And we're not talking about politicians like Liz Cheney. And I'm going to outline what Liz Cheney did that was so egregious that it should cause a mistrial with Ryan Samsell. Um, as a matter of fact, if we could go, if we go to clip number one and maybe go like three quarters of the way in, uh, just because it's a longer clip, but three quarters of the way in where that one Capitol police officer, the female, uh, was describing what happened to her. Uh, Liz Cheney actually played that clip of how she was attacked and she was unconscious and all this stuff. Well, she stopped the clip at the most important moment. And then we'll go to that second clip. But about three quarters of the way through a uh, clip number one, let's take, let's take a look at that and you'll see exactly what I'm referring to. They selectively edited this thing and it's so egregious. And I mean so egregious. Um, what, what she did as she testifies, Liz Cheney cuts to this video of Ryan, Chil uh, Ryan Samsell, sorry, with the red hat. And, and Owen, as you recall, he turns his hat backwards and he's grabbing the, the barricade and she's trying to hold it back. And she and, that's, and by the way, they don't put Ray Epps in there. Ray Epps was right there. He was never shown last night. No, uh, he, he was just very, very brief, briefly, I think so. But here's the most egregious thing that happened. They show Ryan Samsell. Uh, she goes back on her heels, right? And essentially what happens, they, they miss this clip. But this is a perfect depiction. She stops the clip at a very, very strategic time. Uh, and my, my, second, uh, my second clip that I, that I sent you guys, if you can pull that up, it's a short one, okay? What she selectively edited, and I know this because I spoke to Ryan Samsell. He literally helped her. He rendered first aid. No, you can see his reaction after she falls down. He grabs his head like, oh, no, oh, no, and then tries to stop her from getting hurt. 
Yeah, go to if you could go to clip number three, it shows it right where she uh, she actually cut it off. And that's here he is, Ryan Samsell. Um, she she cut it off at uh, at this point, and Ryan Samsell actually turns his hat around. She gets pushed back a little bit, and he actually goes around the barricade and renders first aid. And there's they Ray can, Epps right there at the front. There's Ray Epps right there. Okay, I have some breaking news about that as well, and I'm going to do this on Infowars exclusively about what's happening at that front barricade. And, and by the way, let's just analyze this real quick. So, because I'm just watching this again with you right now, and and we'll continue the clip and you break it down. But as you can see here, folks, okay, here so Sam Cell is there with his hat on, and he actually is not the, he's there, he's in a bad position. He, he probably would have acted differently in hindsight, but he's there in a bad position. He's standing there, and then all of a sudden, Ray Epps comes up, and then eight guys clad in black start shoving the barricades back into that officer. Who are those Who are those people clad in black? Liz Cheney stopped the video where that, that uh, Capitol Police officer was actually pushed back and she was injured. And she selectively edited it to not show Ryan Samsell actually assisting. And the Capitol Police officer actually testified that she was knocked out unconscious, so she doesn't have any recollection of being assisted by the MAGA Patriot. There she is falling down and then Ryan Samsell literally renders first aid by helping her up off the ground. They left that out. That's very egregious, very prejudicial to uh, Ryan Samsell. And guess well, what? Well, yeah, there's I, no there's I, no counter uh, there's no counter representative. There's no counter lawyers. It's just all Democrat Party propaganda. That's exactly right. Now, on the other side of this break that's coming up, um, and, and I, I informed Alex that we have whistleblowers internally that were doing facial recognition at that front line. The majority of the people at that front line were quote unquote friendlies and feds and were excluded out. Ray Epps was one of them, and that's why he actually got wiped off the FBI's list. Well, and I'll tell you we what, Pete, and, and we'll also we'll juxtapose that with the video I have that a lot of people have seen, and there's more video out there. I got one example of groups clad in black, then going into the woods to change into Trump gear. Experience the next level in high-powered energy nootropics with our latest Brain Force offering, Brain Force Ultra. Now it is easier than ever to take in new liquid form with eight beneficial super ingredients. Brain Force Ultra is the result of years of enhanced formulation. Free of toxic additives, each ingredient is specifically selected for its many key properties. Some of the proprietary super ingredients behind Brain Force Ultra include Rana Seed, which is loaded with energy compounds and antioxidants that have been used by Amazonian tribes for centuries. Alpha GPC, a natural compound found in the brain that delivers an essential nutrient, choline. And Ginkgo Leaf, which is also known for its exceptional antioxidant content. This product is more than twice the servings of our Brain Force Plus as well, so you know it's packed full of the good stuff. Destroy that brain fog today and secure your bottle of Brain Force Ultra before it is completely sold out at InfoWarsStore.com. The globalists are making their move. Their great reset is here. They're coming for your children. They're coming for the value of your currency. They're coming for your national sovereignty. They're coming for your very bodies with their biomedical tyranny. They're coming for your free speech. They're coming for your privacy. 
And ladies and gentlemen, they're coming for your right to vote and have your representative in government that you and your fellow Americans choose. The new film, the seminal film, the most important documentary ever made in my view, 2,000 Mules, is now available on DVD with expanded extras at InfoWarsStore.com. You can also get the powerful film with other documentaries discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. Everyone needs this DVD in their library to show everyone you know. We have the tools to bring these criminals to justice. They're planning to run the same scams again. This film can stop them if you take action. InfoWarsStore.com. 2,000 mules. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Back here live on the Alex Jones Show with Pete Santilli, Owen Troyer filling in. One of the individuals involved in the impeachment shams, remember they did the Russia hoax sham, they did the impeachment shams all to get Donald Trump. Daniel Goldman says, we may be watching chilling video and wrenching testimony, but Donald Trump should be seeing handcuffs. Uh, no, these, these liars... The, the only crooks involved in this thing are all the people sitting on the panel. And then I can't believe they get anybody to go along and lie with them. I mean, this is one of the biggest mysteries of how they get so many people to lie with them. Do they really hate America that much? Do they really hate Donald Trump that much? Clearly, they're afraid of Donald Trump to run all these shams to try to destroy him around the clock. But, Pete, it doesn't stop there. Uh, they've got lawyers trying to frame innocent people with this deal, and you, you, you've got them. Absolutely. And we're going to get to that in a second here. And I'm going to I'm going to kind of lead the way here. But first, I, I want to I want everybody to recognize that what they did to Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs because of his status as a double purple heart, a, a combat veteran, uh, served honorably, got out medically discharged. He's actually being held pre-trial. OK, and he's presumed innocent, but they used his name as if he led the entire thing. But they're, of course, going to go after him. They, you see, they're going to pursue President Trump at the expense of the likes of Staff Sergeant uh, uh, Joe Biggs, of course. Uh, Enrique Terry, all of them being held pre-trial, all of their names being disparaged. They want to go after Trump, but it's at the expense of our Constitution. Yeah, and let me just kind of rephrase that, Pete, too, because this is such a key point, and this is why these people are so dangerous. Folks, they don't care Collateral damage means nothing to them. They don't care who gets killed. They don't care whose lives are destroyed. They don't, they don't care if the entire civilization collapses for their agenda. Literally, collateral damage is nothing to these people. They want to get Trump. They want to destroy our freedoms in this country. All the lives and culture and civilization that gets destroyed in the process, they don't care. That's right. That's absolutely right. Now, I'm going to say this loud and clear on Infowars.com. There's no doubt about it. Our elected officials must step forward because of what happened last night. Isn't just some political game. We're talking about lives at stake here. We have Americans sitting in the gulag in D.C. Uh, pre-trial. The presumption of innocence is destroyed. And the information that's being put out there is to deceive the public. It was a Soviet show trial. Uh, none of that information would have ever withstood the scrutiny in a court of law. I'm going to give you an example. This is a bombshell. It's never before uh, been seen until last night, of course. But this Marcus Childress, he's not a politician. He's a licensed attorney. 
I have all of his five licenses. He's licensed in many different areas that we're gonna obviously uh, pursue him and file complaints. The appropriate people should. Alex Jones for one. I wanna play this clip that's on, I just published it on a Rumble channel. We're gonna uh, broadcast it exclusively here. This attorney framed uh, Alex Jones, uh, just a short segment during that hearing yesterday, and Stuart Rhodes as well. Stuart Rhodes and Alex Jones were framed by an attorney. These attorneys know better. What was done was egregious. Let's go to that right now. It's a short clip, but it's powerful. On December 19th, President Trump tweeted about the January 6th rally and told attendees, be there, we'll be wild. Many of the witnesses that we interviewed were inspired by the president's call and came to DC for January 6th. But the extremists, they took it a step further. They viewed this tweet as a call to arms. A day later, the Department of Justice describes how the Proud Boys created a chat called the Ministry of Self-Defense Leadership Chat. Uh, in this chat, the Proud Boys established a command structure in anticipation of coming back to D.C. on January 6th. The Department of Justice describes Mr. Tario coming into possession of a document called the 1776 Returns, which describes uh, individuals occupying key buildings around the United States Capitol. The Oath Keepers are another group that the committee investigated. You better get your ass to D.C., folks, this Saturday. Yeah, if you don't, there's, there'll be no more republic. But we're not going to let that happen. It's not even an if. It's, it's either President Trump is encouraged and, and bolstered and strengthened to do what he must do, or we wind up in a, in a bloody fight. We all know that. The fight's coming. The committee learned that the Oath Keepers set up quick reaction forces outside of the city in Virginia where they stored arms. The goal of these quick reaction forces was to be on standby just in case President Trump invoked the Insurrection Act. Did the Oath Keepers ever provide weapons to members? I'm going to decline to answer that. I'll put them at grounds for, for uh, due process grounds. On December 19th, President Trump tweeted about the January 6th rally and told attendees, be there, we'll be wild. But the extremists, they took it a step further. Let's stop it right there. Owen, here, here it is. Uh, this attorney... Uh, he just he laid it out at the beginning. I actually just repeated it at the tail end of my video. He said December 19th, President Trump sent out a tweet and incited people. Uh, and it was a call to arms. Uh, and then he w cut to Alex Jones on November 10th. How can Alex Jones be incited? How was there a call to arms based on a tweet that was sent out December 19th? And then jumbling all that together and associating it with guns, of course, the QRF. Well, I'll tell you what, the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys and anybody that went to D.C. with firearms, which they're legally allowed to do so, didn't take them into D.C. because it was illegal. They stored them where it was legally appropriate. Yeah, they're another big lie. They say, oh, armed protesters. They didn't have a single armed protester there. That's right. Now, here's another uh, most egregious thing. Um Stuart Rhodes gave testimony voluntarily. I, I guess he just stepped forward and gave testimony. But he asserted his fifth, his fifth Amendment rights. What did they do with that information? They presented it in the show trial to create the impression that he's guilty. And then show guns and show Alex Jones. Jumbling all of that together, not by a politician, an attorney. That well, attorney and let me, just, let me just interject something too here, Pete, because there's a full spectrum here as well. I believe that at the very outset of this, and I hope Republicans investigate this, <clears throat> and Democrats, if they lie under oath, then they should be held accountable. But I believe right at the outset of this, they planned on making this a big Hollywood production 
right out of the gates. And they knew we need to start compiling. Um, we need to start compiling everything we can. Let's get as many people deposed as possible, so they have thousands of hours of deposition that they can boil down to ten minutes and cherry pick to get the to get the appearance that they want. Same thing with getting thousands of emails, thousands of text messages from all these people. Cherry pick it so they can have the exact presentation they want. It took them a year and a half to do it. Now they have it all. They're doing their little presentation. They're showing you one percent or less of what they got. It's the 1% that they can use against their political opposition. This is all a big Hollywood production. I'm not going to talk about your case specifically. You as an American, let's say because of your circumstances, that's all I'll say about your case, because I understand and respect why you need to remain silent in that regard. You found out last night, formally and officially, that the U.S. government knew well in advance through intelligence. Cheney said that they knew that there was going to be an insurrection. They knew there was going to be violence. They knew that all this stuff was was supposed to happen. It was all pre-planned. It was all done by President Trump and his co-conspirators to insurrect. But they had one person standing there at the front face of the people coming up to the Capitol. The doors were left open. They were totally understaffed. And Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer uh, basically denied President Trump's request for National Guard. Are you upset that they knew that there was going to be violence, there was going to be chaos, and they knew so well in advance, and did not provide you as a peaceful uh, person that was assembling there and acting as a journalist? Aren't you upset that there wasn't enough adequate security knowing what they knew? Absolutely. I, I am furious that the Democrats stood down for security that day. All of these defendants, okay, were put in circumstances where they're emotionally charged because they love their country. They thought that, well, everyone went there to redress grievance, to stand peaceably, and there were provocateurs internally. And I'm just going to end on this note. Uh, are you upset right now that there are whistleblowers internally in a small group that have identified with facial recognition, including Ray Epps, that that's why he was removed? He was a friendly that the majority of the people at the front line of that uh, that initial breach were all feds. Are you upset right now that that information is not being revealed? That the videotapes are not being revealed because it'll reveal through facial recognition who the feds were that were mingling inside and outside the Capitol? You should be, Owen. America should be upset by that. That it was federal agents put in the crowd and inside the Capitol that provoked the whole thing. And we've got citizens like Staff Sergeant uh, Joe Biggs, I'm singling him out because of what they did to him last night was so egregious. Sitting there pending trial while Liz, Ch Liz Cheney used the U.S. Congress for political purposes. Yeah, and let, me, so let, let me put it this way. I am extremely upset that this entire January 6th day now seems to be like it was an entrapment from the very beginning a la Michigan FBI Governor Whitmer kidnapping. It seems that they were running the exact same entrapment technique on January 6th in Washington, D.C. And guess what? It was the same FBI leader that ran the fake kidnapping of Whitmer that was leading the charge on January 6th, folks. PrepareToday.com PrepareToday.com Or simply follow the URL that is a hyperlink preparetoday.com from preparewithalex.com. High quality storable food is now back in stock, ready to ship to you and your family. We've not sold food for three months because there was a wait. Now there is not a wait. 
Almost every other storable food distributor is completely out and will not have more food for months, if ever. And the prices are exploding. Ladies and gentlemen, now is the time to protect yourself and your family and not be dependent on the system. The time to be self-sufficient is now. We have the best deals on high-quality storable food and a whole spectrum of the preparedness and survival items right now at preparetoday.com. That's preparetoday.com or simply type in preparewithalex.com and it's a hyperlink to preparetoday.com. Get prepared now at preparetoday.com. You know, there's another angle to this, Pete, that really shows how desperate the Democrats are. It's like a, it's like a rabid uh, raccoon or something that's cornered and is just gnashing and, and slashing violently. Uh, so, I mean, that shows that they're panicked because they know they're the bad guys and they know that in a legitimate uh, circumstance that they are not going to be victorious. And that's why they had to run all their marketing. Now, I didn't take the time to print the thousands of different tweets, but I wonder if they weren't paying people even to market this event. I mean, Anna Navarro marketing it, Mark Hamill marketing it. He's always got his popcorn. Do you think he voluntarily did that, or do you think someone encouraged him to do that? Michelle Obama, Hillary Clinton, all other Hollywood actors, Hollywood liberals, mainstream media. I mean, in fact, guys, roll clip, um, roll the clip that shows all the different news networks versus Fox News. I guess that's clip eight, guys. Put that on the screen right now. So, I mean, they did a massive marketing push for this. Any cable news station last night that that does live news coverage in the evening covered it live, except Fox News kept their host on and they kind of went in and out of it. Every other one did it. Okay, now let's do 2,000 mules. How about that, Pete? How about now we air 2,000 mules on every news network, cable news network on primetime, and let's have everybody market that to the public too. So, I mean, again, if we want to talk positives here, which it's hard to do, but we need to do it. I mean, it really shows how desperate they are that they had to beg and plead for everybody to watch their sham hearing last night. And I I haven't seen the ratings numbers yet, but my guess is the ratings were not good. You know, we had more people on our getter feed than CNN did uh, uh, on their, their Facebook feed. That should tell you a lot. And we have a small show. Uh, but, you know, the positive side of things, let's let's go at it at the jugular. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she was at the podium before the hearings. She was calling out the fact that the video hasn't been released. You know what we need? We need all hands on deck from our ultra MAGA patriots will step forward and say, these proceedings need to stop. Here's the positive thing. It was so legally egregious. You can't put together in a court of law montages and say Joe Biggs and then show nooses and then mention President Trump's tweet, uh, you know, December 19th and then cut to Alex Jones on November 10th. You cannot do that in a court of law. You can't build these montages, have them out of context for the purposes of persuading the jury with lies. So therefore, these proceedings which are intended to deceive the public because they flat out told lies and we can prove it legally. The uh, Republican officials need to step forward and say, pause on these proceedings. You, we, need to, we need to verify this information you're putting out. You're deceiving the public, stop that. Next thing, Owen, you have a case right now. Infowars was so disparaged that they're literally, I'm calling it a framing of Alex Jones and Stuart Rhodes. Um, 
you need to file state bar complaints against that attorney that did that. You know why? Because he knows better. File a state bar complaint against these attorneys for knowing what they did was absolutely wrong. File a, um, a complaint against Liz Cheney for stepping outside of the bounds of appropriate decorum and ethics to edit a video selectively, not show Ryan Samsell rendering first aid to the Capitol Police. What is that to do? That's to deceive the public, to paint a narrative, to brainwash us. On the other side of the break, let's talk about how patient they are. They'll work with a potential active shooter like the Buffalo shooter for two years in a 4chan uh, uh, chat thread to get him to be a, uh, a willing uh, uh, shooter at the local uh, black American grocery store. Of course, these are very patient people that not only script things and script their narratives, they have to put all their stuff on the teleprompter to make sure they're lining up their lies so that nobody really can tell the difference. But we caught them. We caught them yesterday. That's the positive side of it. Oh, and we caught them in the first day of their hearings. Now let's take action. Let's yeah, start and, holding. And, and, and action, exactly. And you know, Republicans, and this might be too little too late, but it's an idea. Maybe it, maybe it, it could desire some application here. But hey, let's do hearings. Let's call up the police from New York that were hospitalized by Democrat riots in 2020. Let's call the police in Chicago that were hospitalized by Democrat riots. The police in Los Angeles, the the victims of the uh, families of the dead police. Let's call them for hearings about the Democrat riots. Let's get one of those going. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. You know, it all makes sense now. This is just a big Hollywood production. That's why they've been marketing it for the last year and a half, to keep it in your consciousness, because they knew they were going to eventually release their big movie, a.k.a. these January 6th hearings. So, I mean, yeah, let's. why not bring up the summer of 2020 riots? Why not? I mean, you know. Let's bring them up. Let's. We should seriously. I mean, Democrats want to act like they're the party of peace. I played the compilation earlier on the transmission. I mean, you could play compilations for hours of Democrats calling for violence. I mean, directly calling for violence. And then they attempt to assassinate dozens of politicians at a baseball practice in D.C. They go out in front of Supreme Court justices to attempt assassination. They kill a Trump supporter in Portland. They kill a Trump supporter in Denver. They kill a Trump supporter in D.C., five of them actually on January 6th. I mean, let's have hearings. Democrats want to play hearing games. Let's go, Republicans. Step up to the plate. Let's, let's, let's put all the facts out there. Let's show the world who the true evil party is. That's an easy victory for Republicans. I mean, the Democrats give us thousands of times the ammunition. The the Democrats have one day, one day in the history of this country, one out of thousands of Republican events that got out of hand. One, one. We've got dozens, hundreds, thousands of Democrat events that get underhand. We, we know that it's the weather underground that influenced Barack Obama, Kathy Bodine, Chesa Bodine. I mean, it's got a history of domestic terrorism. I mean, I can go on and on. And I'd rather not play these games. I'd rather just the, the, the country look at these corrupt Democrats and just say, hey, you know what? You're done. You're done. Stop your sham hearings. I'm not going to accept the and I understand what you're saying. It's one day. Uh, compared to what they do and the impact of what they do uh, and the damage they cause during their riots. I'm not going to accept the accept it for the following reason, that it was one day that some people made mistakes uh, because they are withholding information. We have whistleblowers internally that are afraid to come forward. The attorneys need to request 
the facial recognition uh, uh, programs that identified Ray Epps, and that's how they determined to take Ray Epps off of the, the list of people to target for indictment, as well as the hundreds of federal agents who were in the crowd. The majority of the front line and the breach were federal agents. So I'm not gonna accept that the chaos was something that spontaneously occurred because of emotion. I'm gonna say that it was provocateured by federal agents. They needed that scenario because they reverse engineer indictments. They needed an insurrection because we were gathered together peaceably and we generally are peaceable. So Owen, I wanna know, what what did they find out with the facial recognition software? How many friendlies were there? There are people internally that are whistleblowers that wanna come forward, but they're afraid to do that. Here's the next thing, Owen. You could have Liz Cheney play political games and shifty shift and say, well, we can get away with this stuff. We're not non-attorneys and you know we're just con congressional political hacks. But look at this guy right here. See this guy, Marcus Childress is a licensed attorney who is investigative counsel for the US House of Representatives. What he did was so egregious, okay? He knows better as an attorney. He could actually have his bar license removed because he's not Liz Cheney, the political act. He's actually an attorney that knows better than to do what he did legally to Alex Jones and to Stuart Rhodes by essentially framing them and attaching them to something derogatory that they should have never been associated with. Well, I, I don't know, uh, Pete. We've got a real powerful testimony here from a J6 witness in clip nine. Apparently, in the middle of the most violent insurrection of all time, folks, listen to what the J6 witness in clip nine has to say. Well, no, first of all, we went round to the back and down the steps and we took some photographs on the east side of the Capitol. Uh, and then we went for lunch. We went for tacos. They went for well, no, tacos, all, we Pete. Went round to the back and by the way, and that the was the documentary filmmaker who was filming the Proud Boys that day. He was called That's to right. the stand as a witness. In the middle of the violent insurrection, the planned insurrection, they just said, hey, guys, want to get some tacos? You know, in uh, the Bundy cases, do you know what broke the case open? Because they had a quote unquote documentary filmmaker organization. It was actually the FBI. They had a $500,000 Mercedes, Mercedes Sprinter. They had this huge team of people. They, they pretended they were documentary filmmakers and they did so for the purposes of getting everybody on record six months after Bundy Ranch. They got them drunk and had them make certain admissions on, on film, right? And they presented that uh, that video to the jury. Well, guess what? Right in the middle of the trial, uh, we found out that it was actually done by the FBI, and it was busted wide open, and their entire case unraveled, and the jury was disgusted by it. So I want to ask that documentary filmmaker with the British accent, sir, are you working for British intelligence? A, B, are you getting paid by the FBI or the CIA? Are we asking any questions whatsoever to cross-examine everything they're putting out there? Absolutely not, but guess what? I believe the American public deserves to have the answers to these questions, and especially those that are awaiting trial. Don't you agree, Owen, that we have to have answers to the questions? Oh, absolutely. Questions a, I mean, I mean, right? you can't have any, because let's be honest, they want to... They want to perpetuate this as a legal proceeding. It's obviously not. If it were a legal proceeding or a legitimate hearing, you'd have you'd have counterpoints. You'd have counter uh, uh, witnesses, uh, counter evidence, counter lawyers. You don't have any counter. It's just all totally controlled. But I mean, come on, Pete. I mean, you know, 
You're, they, they, they claim that this violent insurrection, this coup d'etat was being planned for months and everything. Hey, let's just go get tacos, guy. Yeah, screw about all of our planning. Let's just go get some tacos. And by the way, I agree with what you said at the beginning of the segment. And, and, and let's just show them more evidence of this. And this is just one example. There's other videos out there. I just wanted to present at least one today for the sake of time, guys. Just go ahead and give me the B-roll of clip 14. Uh, this is what we were mentioning earlier, guys. Go ahead and B-roll me clip 14. This is what you would uh, guess are Antifa members after they after they break the barriers and after they break through the Capitol, they then go out into the woods and change into their Trump gear. They go out and change into their Trump gear. And by the way, this isn't the only example. There were others that were actually inside with backpacks clad in black that broke windows and then went inside and put on a Trump hat. So there's all kinds of evidence. Oh, look, these guys clad in black, covering their faces, broke the barriers, broke into the Capitol, and now all of a sudden they have Trump gear on. I mean, how is this not presented out there? Yeah, and then, of course, uh, they, they roll this clip here, and they say, oh, here comes Joe Biggs, right after they just disparage uh, Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs, who's awaiting trial. He's presumed innocent, but they're attaching him to say that he led 1.5 million people through this window, and they put his name across the bottom. You think he's going to get a fair trial? You think he's going to find a jury anywhere in America that saw this thing uh, to think that uh, Joe Biggs is, is innocent? Uh, and the window think- may have been... And, and here's a legitimate question, and I, I genuinely don't know the answer. My guess is no. Have any of those individuals that broke into the Capitol that we just saw in that film that were all clad in black, classic Antifa wear, have any of them been ID'd and or arrested? Do you know of it, Pete? I, to, to my knowledge, the answer is no. This is what I do know. Uh, the reason why the video has not been released is because there's been a, a lot of people ID'd. And the majority of them, a lot of them, are feds. They don't want to reveal that to the public. Marjorie Taylor Greene pointed that out yesterday at the podium on the floor of Congress. Why are you not releasing those videos? Well, I'm going to tell you that we had a whistleblower come forward, leak information through proper channels, because they're desperate to get somebody to request all the data that they've identified hundreds of federal agents. I know one of them that was out on the lawn outside the Capitol that was removing all of the barricades that said restricted area. How many people got charged with entering a restricted area? Well, that restricted area was made available thanks to the good graces of somebody working for the Joint Terrorism Task Force. And by the way, by the way, any other any other circumstance, any other circumstance, if if, if you're going to try to charge someone with trespassing, but you, the defendant, let's say you're a defendant, you get charged with trespassing, and you, the defendant, you have evidence that shows you were invited into the building. Guess what? Trespassing charges dropped, trial thrown out. There's video of the police inviting them in. There's videos of police removing the barricades. How are trespassing charges not dropped, even for those that weren't even trespassing? Like, I don't know, maybe me. Yeah, but of course they say that everyone, 1.5 million of us, had the intent to go there and stop a congressional proceeding. I don't know where that came from. That's like, not oh, here's, here's Donald Trump calling for peace. Here's Alex Jones calling for peace. Oh, they're to blame. Here's Ray Epps calling for violence. No, no interest in Ray Epps, though. Let's play that clip when we come back with Pete Santilli. 
Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds both the regular shows and special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars Emergency News Alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Remember when a Democrat showed up at a Republican baseball practice to attempt a mass murder? No hearings. Remember when a Democrat mowed over almost 100 people at a Christmas parade? No hearings. Remember when a Democrat went to assassinate Brett Kavanaugh? No hearings. Remember when Democrats burned American cities for an entire summer straight, $2 billion property damage, thousands of injuries, thousands of police hospitalizations, dozens of murders, some businesses never reopened? Any hearings? No. No, but the political stuntry of the Democrat Party continues. It's the most corrupt party in this nation's history, folks. This country can never get to the next level until the Democrats are completely done, completely eradicated politically from this country. Here's the video of Ray Epps that uh, still many questions remain and many may be answered in the next segment when we're joined by Dr. Jaron Beatty. Pete Santilli still with us. Here's the video of Ray Epps that they made sure did not make the air last night and they don't want you to see in clip four. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. No! Peacefully. Fed, 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 fed. Tomorrow? I don't even like to say it because I'll be arrested. Well, let's not say it. We need, we need to go. I'll say it. All right. Based Fed posting? Yes. <laughs> we need to go into the Capitol. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Okay. Monument Hill. We are going to the Capitol. Now here is January 6th. 
The other footage was January 5th, the night before, now January 6th, doing the same thing. Ray Epps calling for people to go in. All right, no, Dave, but one more thing. Yeah, so can we go up there? No? When we go in, Are we going to get arrested when we go up here. there? Yeah. You don't need to get Did shot. arrest us all? Now before the breach of the grounds, here's Ray Epps again. Right at the barrier as it's being breached. And then you have a bunch of guys clad in black who were the first guys to go into the Capitol. A bunch of guys clad in black. Still not identified. And then there goes Ray Epps. So, to my knowledge, and I and I'm you know I would imagine they'd show us any other evidence if it existed of individuals encouraging people to engage in violence or encouraging people to uh, break into the Capitol or encouraging people to go over the barricades. That was Ray Epps, and that's John Sullivan. I'm not. I've I've yet to see any other evidence of people encouraging that except those two. Neither one is currently in jail. John Sullivan is in a legal battle. My guess is uh, he'll probably fare just fine in that. And then uh, Ray Epps, no charges, no arrests. You know, not even brought up in the hearing. Uh, It's just amazing stuff. Pete, we've got you for five more minutes before uh, Darren Beatty and Roger Stone join me. What else do you want to depart here to our audience? Okay, uh, you you brought up a a really good point about why justice is never served to the other side. I'm going to call it anarchy. They're never held accountable for violating the law at all because they've hijacked our judiciary, our DOJ. We've got Soros uh, buying off DAs. Thankfully, Chesa Bodine was removed. Uh, He's a Bill Ayers, George Soros um, leftist that was put in uh, San Francisco. He's been removed. These DAs won't prosecute anyone on the left side that assists in the left uh, side of the uh, uh, political spectrum and narrative. It's called anarchy. Then they refer to what they do to us when they, of course, take the seat of government by um, uh, stolen elections. They call it justice and preserving democracy. And they say constitution and democracy and all of that stuff. And no, I'm going to tell you, Alex Jones is living proof of edits, of lies, of omissions, of malicious prosecution, of even entrapment over a long period of time. I know that they sent their operatives to Alex Jones to sprinkle fake news, only to later on down the road be able to sue him because they knew that their little operation eventually would result in something that they could hold him to account to. It's edits, it's lies, it's omissions, it's malicious prosecution, entrapment, and they want to destroy and break Alex Jones. Notice what they're doing, the shenanigans. He wants to go to the bankruptcy court and show all of his books. They say, oh, we'll just dismiss those. We're looking more to do a show trial and to break you financially and get your viewers to all look away and and destroy your operation. What they're doing to us legally, I mean, behind the scenes, it's folks, it's unreal. It's unreal. It's unreal. Now, here's, uh, again, back to the positive side of it. There's a lot of people that tune into InfoWars. I'm hoping that somebody like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who suspected that there's a reason why they're withholding all the videos. Now I'm going to tell those people that are listening, if you're an elected official and you're uh, on the on the good side of things, on the godly side of things, then you will demand to find out who these whistleblowers who have come through a senior, a retired senior 
FBI special agent in charge. They were trusted with this information to bring it as public as it could, could be, to get our elected officials and the attorneys to demand to see the facial recognition software. Uh, that, that they identified Ray Epps at the front line as a friendly. That's why he got dropped off the FBI's most wanted list. That the majority of the people at the bridge were identified with facial recognition. They have this data. There are people internally, a small group that identified who they were. Well, I think that that should be very helpful in establishing the truth be, behind who provoked all of the emotion and the chaos and everything that they needed to bring this day. It's all scripted, folks. Look at every single word was scripted. Every single frame was scripted. And it was all for the purposes of deceiving the public. Um, don't let them break us. Don't let them break Infowars. Don't let them break independent media. When we say we need your support, look at what we're going up against. When these people take the seat of government, they have an unlimited budget. They spent millions and millions of dollars and literally went to the and then think they think we're stupid. They think that we don't listen to Liz Cheney say that we knew well in advance there was going to be a disastrous insurrection. It was pre-planned, blah, blah, blah. And we had one person at the barricade in the same exact presentation. If you're an elected official, stop these proceedings. Because guess what? At minimum, push the pause button and say, we'll do the proceedings after the trials are completed. Because we don't want to prejudice the juries and we don't want to... Uh, uh, destroy the presumption of innocence of all of these defendants. What they did to Stuart Rhodes was awful. What they did, of course, to frame as always, Alex Jones, just within that short clip that they did yesterday was unacceptable. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, if you don't rise up to this thing with the emotion and the energy and the godliness to demand that your electors and officials shut this down, what they did to Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs, a double purple heart recipient, a man who served our country honorably, a man who now suffers uh, from PTSD, needs appropriate medical care, obviously, behind bars, to, to go after President Trump at the expense of one of our troops, uh, Staff Sergeant Joe Biggs, is nothing that I will ever accept while I'm here uh, on this soil in the United States of America. If you love your country, you will rise up and not as well. Yeah, and Absolutely. let me just let me just put it like this. People out there thinking, "Hey, I'm innocent. I'll never deal with this." Folks, I'm innocent. And look at what I'm going through. So, believe me, no one's innocent in a world run by Democrats. And by the way, they're estimating the cost of this hearing right now, Pete, at 8 million dollars. 8 million dollars. That's just what we know, folks. Imagine how much was spent on this Hollywood made for TV production. Pete Santilli, the Pete Santilli show. God bless you, brother. Thank you for joining us. The first ten amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli.
You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Waging war on corruption. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Schroyer. And Dr. Jer- Darren J. Beatty from Revolver.News is about to join us. They've got a new breaking news story right now, Meet Ray Epps Part 2. And I want to get Darren on to discuss that and obviously respond to the hearings. He was on Tucker Carlson last night as well. And Tucker Carlson's opening lead was so perfect. I want to read to you the opening line right now as we get Darren on the air. From Tucker Carlson last night, it tells you a lot about the priorities of our ruling class that the rest of us are getting yet another lecture about January 6th tonight from our moral inferiors, no less. An outbreak of mob violence, a forgettably minor outbreak by recent standards that took place more than a year and a half ago, but they've never stopped talking about it. In the meantime, in the 18 months since January 6th, gas prices have doubled. Drug overdoses have reached their highest point ever. The U.S. economy is careening towards a devastating recession at best. And scariest and least noted of all, this country has never in its history been closer to a nuclear war. Tucker Carlson nailing it last night. Darren Beatty was with him then. Darren Beatty is with us now. Uh, Dr. Beatty, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with your latest breaking news on Ray Epps, who somehow was able to not be mentioned in the hearing last night, or do you want to just come on with your response to the hearing last night, Dr. Darren Beatty from Revolver.News? Well, first of all, thanks very much for having me. This is a very important issue. And what can we really say about this January 6th committee? It's clearly a sham. And really, if a question is important, if something is central to getting to the bottom of what really happened on January 6th, you can rest assured they're not going to say anything about it. And as I said on Tucker last night, there are four or five decisive questions that any objective observer conducting real investigation, doing legitimate detective work, would ask to get to the bottom of the story. And one of those questions is, of course, what's the deal with Rayette? Um, he was the person who we've covered very extensively on Revolver.News for the full story. Just go to the site and read it for yourself. But he's the, the only person who's caught on camera in the mountains of documentary footage on that day and the day prior calling on the crowd to go into the Capitol. And he does it, in fact, the night before. And he follows up on his mission the next day, on that decisive day, January 6th. He's ubiquitous. He's everywhere. He's there way before Trump's speech even ended. And he's directing people to go to the Capitol, quote unquote, where our problems are. And then finally, at the very first breach point in the Capitol, the very first breach, a decisive breach that allowed this rally to turn into a riot that occurred at approximately 1 p.m., actually more around like 1256 to be more precise. Ray Epps was right there. He was right there by the barricade. 
He whispers into someone's ear that someone's called Ryan Samsell. And then no more than two seconds later, Samsell breaks down the barrier and the whole crowd goes in and the rest is history. And yet of all the people that they've subpoenaed, of all the people that they've arrested for nothing charges, you know this better than anybody, for nothing trespassing charges. We can talk about the whole trespassing stuff later. Of all the people that they've demonized, the one person that these committee members actively protect and actively defend is the one person who's caught on camera telling people to go into the Capitol and following it up by apparently orchestrating that first and decisive breach. This is the story of Ray Epps, and this is the story that the January 6th committee does not want you to hear about, does not want you to read about. They don't want you to go to revolver.news, read it, and share it with everybody you know. And let's just reiterate and, and, and capsulize that. Of the entire really January 6th day and all the videos and everything that you've seen, I've seen, the audience has seen, Democrats, Republicans, everybody's seen. To my knowledge, there are still only really two individuals, but one who's repeatedly encouraging people to break down the barriers, repeatedly encourage people to go into the Capitol on record saying it is Ray Epps. The other one you could say was John Sullivan and some of his own live streams, but that's a separate story. At least he has charges against him. At least he's in a legal fight. They'll maybe drop it. It might be a nice smooth ride for him, but that's not the point. Ray Epps is the only person on tape multiple times encouraging people to go into the Capitol, and yet he doesn't face charges. He's not mentioned at the hearings, and the Democrats and Adam Kinzinger are protecting him. Why do you suppose that is, Darren? Well, look, it's well known, and I've generated a lot of controversy for first bringing you know the public's attention the thesis that, that January 6 was not what they're telling us it was January 6 is just like you know forget about going way back into the history of the FBI and government operations and things let's just go back a few months before January 6 to the Michigan plot which has now been definitively exposed as an FBI entrapment operation of all the people that they charge they've gotten zero convictions and it turned out of the um, original, like, 26 so-called plotters, 12 were either FBI informants or FBI agents. And keep in mind that this was, this Michigan case, people talk about it as the plot to kidnap the Michigan governor. But it was also a plot to storm the Michigan state capitol. It was a plot that involved one of the three main militia groups imputed to January 6. And it was a plot um, that was infiltrated by the feds to an astonishing percentage. And Revolver News is the first to point out that the FBI special agent in charge in that Detroit office who oversaw the um, Michigan plot with striking similarities to January 6th, the guy who oversaw that hoax entrapment operation was in October uh, promoted to the FBI field office in D.C., and later went on to oversee the January 6th investigations. In fact, to tie it into another extremely bizarre and dark and as of yet unexplained aspect of January 6th, it was precisely this Detroit field office agent in charge who oversaw the entrapment operation in Michigan, later promoted to D.C. field office, who was everywhere in the media telling people, we need your help. 
to discover the identity of this so-called pipe bomber because pipe bombs were planted at the DNC and the RNC. We need your help. And they provide this nothing video. Revolver.news has the most thorough investigation of this so-called pipe bomb, which is so, so dirty. It's, it's, it's just incredible what they think they can get away with here. And they say, oh, we need your help. They give you grainy video. It's clear that there's mountains of evidence that they're not just presenting the public because I think their effort to identify the pipe bomber is disingenuous just in the same way that their effort to identify Ray Epps was disingenuous. Ray Epps was actually one of the first 20 people to appear on the FBI's most wanted list for January 6th. They begged the public to identify this guy. Well, the internet got to work, and as the internet is able to do with, you know, kind of uh, weaponized autism, as they say, people discovered who Ray Epps was uh, very quickly. And not shortly after that, they took him off the most wanted list. They didn't actually want people to know who he was. And I think there's something similar to this pipe bomber. There's just not a sincere effort to identify it. And the reason that the pipe bomb is so suspicious is that we now only just recently learned that the, that the vice president-elect, then Kamala Harris, was not actually in the Capitol. She was in the DNC building the very building that had a pipe bomb planted right in front of it. And somehow the Secret Service did not discover the pipe bomb after the sweep. Somehow the Secret Service didn't discover it. It was only later discovered by some random passerby who discovered something outside the RNC. And then somehow immediately they found the DNC. All right, that's Dr. Darren Beatty. We got to take a break here. We'll be right back. The internet and talk radio are on fire with the slogan, Alex Jones was right. And people ask, what's it like to be vindicated? Well, it's actually a very sick feeling because I knew this was coming. I tried to stop it. And now everything I've talked about is going to become more important than ever because the globalists aren't hiding it anymore in policy reports and documents. It's now out in the open. Klaus Schwab said last week that they rule the earth. The Bilderberg Group founded Davos Group. So now the fight's out in the open. They're making their move because they know they're behind schedule. We're going to win this thing. God's watching. The children are counting on us. I just want to thank the viewers and listeners for your word of mouth and your prayer and your financial support because without you, InfoWars would not be here. So I want you to really internalize the fact that you are the InfoWar and you are the reason humanity has a fighting chance. So I want to thank you and salute you again for all you've done and ask you now to redouble your efforts. The globalists are making their move. Their great reset is here. They're coming for your children. They're coming for the value of your currency. They're coming for your national sovereignty. They're coming for your very bodies with their biomedical tyranny. They're coming for your free speech. They're coming for your privacy. And ladies and gentlemen, they're coming for your right to vote and have your representative in government that you and your fellow Americans choose. The new film, the seminal film, most important documentary ever made in my view, 2000 Mules, is now available on DVD with expanded extras at InfoWarsStore.com. You can also get the powerful film with other documentaries discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. Everyone needs this DVD in their library to show everyone you know. You 
have the tools to bring these criminals to justice. They're planning to run the same scams again. This film can stop them if you take action. Infowarsstore.com. 2,000 mules. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've just gotten, at least, I've just seen for the first time, the ratings from last night. Total flop. Total flop. Uh, The biggest ratings, obviously CNN and MSNBC almost drew a zero on on uh, on the Nielsen scale, I think is what it is. Uh, the highest in the 8 p.m. Eastern hour was ABC News getting a half of a percentage, a half of a percentage, and then in the 9 p.m. block, ABC uh, getting a sixth of a percentage. So uh, in other words, Darren, not many people tuned in, did not have the public interest that I'm sure the Democrats were begging for and hoping for. That's why they had all the Hollywood celebrities and everybody promoting it around the clock like it was a big Hollywood movie. So it did not get the attention of the American people, as I'm sure they hoped it did. Um, Now, aside from that, and and feel free to comment on that if you'd like, there was another missing element to last night that, that may have kind of been brought up in passing but was not a serious issue. However, to me, they did all these depositions, Darren, of people who were there and, and people who probably said some things that were not good while they were there, maybe did some things that they regret while they were there. But it was all QAnon stuff. It was all QAnon told me to be here. QAnon told me we were overthrowing the election. QAnon told me we were taking the traitors out, all this stuff. And, and these are probably people that are, let's say, easily persuaded. Let's just be kind and say easily persuaded, maybe some learning disabilities, um, the typical QAnon follower. And so they're out there because QAnon told them to be there. They thought this whole thing was going down. They take thousands of hours of witness testimony, boil it down to uh, the little clips that they can use for their Hollywood production. But clearly it was Q that motivated those people to be here, QAnon. Where is the investigation into QAnon? Where is the calling of, let's find out who QAnon is? Why is nobody attempting to bring QAnon in for questioning? Darren, the only thing I can land on here is QAnon is just another Democrat, another Fed, another entrapment scheme. Um, that's something that I just don't, I don't know about. I haven't done enough research into QAnon. I do know that QAnon, whatever it is, has served as a pretext for a lot of these sort of disinformation NGOs to uh, use QAnon as a pretext to censor political speech more broadly. But as far as QAnon, what it is and what its relationship is, is January 6th. I just don't. That's not a dimension of the story that I've um, that I've explored sufficiently. Well, and I and and. And the problem is that nobody seems to know, because my guess is that QAnon was being run by the feds or run by the government as part of this big entrapment scheme on January 6th. And then they bring out all these witnesses that were told to go there by QAnon. And yet then they blame Donald Trump, who had nothing to do with QAnon. They even made Donald Trump disavow QAnon. You weren't allowed to bring QAnon signs into Trump rallies. So they tried to shut it down. But the feds and the Democrats, my guess, were the ones running that. But that's fine. We don't have to talk about that. I just wanted to point that out because I noticed that. 
from last night. Um, your latest piece on Revolver.News, Meet Ray Epps Part 2, Damning New Details Emerge, Exposing Massive Web of unident- uh, Unindicted Operators at the Heart of January 6th. What do we know about Ray Epps? Uh, why do you suppose that, I guess he's, he's just going to be above all this investigation, and then uh, what are the big details in your latest piece on Revolver.News? Well, this is our latest major piece on January 6th, and really it's required reading for anybody um, who maybe is not fully up to date, who's not informed about January 6th, or for anybody you know who has skeptical friends or family members, or if you're skeptical yourself, take what I call the revolver challenge. Go, don't take my word for it. Read that piece, but most importantly, watch the video embedded in that piece. If you go to the website version of revolver.news, watch all of the compiled embedded videos and run through the narrative that we present. And it's impossible, I think, after doing that exercise to look anyone in the eye, to look me in the eye, tell people, read this, watch the video, then look me in the eye and tell me that the feds weren't involved. Nobody can do it. It's definitive here. And it's not just Ray Epps, by the way. Ray Epps has, I think, rightly become sort of the most prominent and infamous figure representing the Fed-surrection hypothesis. Um, But there are a lot of other key individuals who played decisive roles in that initial breach. I mentioned the trespassing charges that are really being used politically Uh, through selective prosecution in order to punish various people. Because there are hundreds and hundreds of people, if not thousands, who are technically trespassing on restricted grounds. The only problem is the overwhelming majority, probably over 95%, weren't even aware that they were committing a, a criminal offense because the barriers and fencing had been taken down before the crowd got there. Or they were even waved in by police. Or they were waved in, or both, or both. The fact is, is we have video of individuals methodically removing fencing way before the speech was even done, way before the main crowd even went to the Capitol at the direction of people. Oh, my gosh. I can't even believe this. I've never actually seen this before. You have the pictures right there. They're cutting the fence down. Nobody's stopping them. What do we know about these individuals? Well, yes, there are key individuals. And unlike Ray Epps, Some of the most egregious actors here who created the preconditions for the rally to turn into the riot haven't even been identified publicly. There's one individual uh, called Fence Cutter Bulwark who's represented quite prominently in the Revolver.News piece that you mentioned. And there's another individual, I think, who other than Ray Epps is a key figure here, but unlike Ray Epps, he hasn't even been identified. He hasn't been put on the FBI most wanted list like Epps. And of course, they took Epps's name off there as soon as we started reporting on this stuff. But still, there's zero total radio silence about this individual from the feds. He's known only by his moniker uh, to researchers as scaffold commander. And here's a guy who was, again, he was stationed there right at the Peace Monument, right by that initial breach site before the proud boys got there before all these other people got there he was there along with other key individuals he ended up uh taking a 
really strategic position on top of that white scaffold that many people have seen from video footage on this. And he was directing people coolly, professionally, but constantly move forward, move forward, move forward. And so the experience of your average rally goer, you have people like Epps directing you to the Capitol after the speech. You get there, people like fence cutter Bulwark had removed the fencing so you don't even know you're in restricted area. And then you hear this confident, definitive and constant voice coming from a bullhorn saying, move forward, move forward. We need your help. Now, if you hear that constantly, people just as a matter of psychology, as a matter of crowd control, people obey these authoritative commands, especially when they say things like, we need your help. Maybe and that's just where the momentum reality. of the mass of people was going. I mean, most exactly. people couldn't even control themselves at that point. Exactly. Then, you know, momentum takes over and then you're just caught up in it and you move forward because everyone around you is moving forward. But it takes Key individuals such as this scaffold commander, as of yet unidentified, but who played a decisive role in this whole operation um, to create the conditions for what happened. And then after he was saying, move forward, move forward, move forward, he started saying, OK, we need you to climb in. We need you to go in the windows. Then he actively encouraged people to go into the Capitol and break in. But what's amazing is, is that the feds have really exhibited zero interest, not, not only in arresting this guy and questioning him and identifying him, nothing. And as of today, this key player has not been identified. Nobody knows who he is. I mean, folks, this is just... Uh, let's make, let me try to make an analogy here. Let's say that you have a, a big building, okay, in, in some metropolitan area, and there have been threats made... And so somebody comes to you and says, hey, there's been a threat made here to your building. You should get security. And then you take out a big insurance policy on your building and you don't get security. And then there's video footage of people pouring gasoline all around your building and then lighting it on fire. And then and then you have a big insurance payout. And then somebody and then somebody doesn't investigate the person pouring gas, doesn't investigate the person lighting the fire, doesn't investigate the person that takes out the big insurance before the fire, doesn't investigate the person that stands down security before the fire. I mean, that any other investigator would say, hey, I'm going to investigate that person. I'm going to investigate those people. But not this time. The person that lit the fire, poured the gas, turned down the or turned down the security and bought the insurance package is the one not being investigated in the arson. No, there's this is unprecedented stuff and i think the democrats plan to use this against innocent americans forever sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large if you're having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of our new sleep support formula down and out is just the thing it's our new, faster-absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut-eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. 
Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com.